This is the Candidly Kim Podcast. And welcome back to the Candidly Kim Podcast. We're going to take on uh, voter and election fraud uh, tonight. No, there's (laughs) no such thing. Says our awesome producer, Doran Barton. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's just start with this. 40% of Americans believe that the election was rigged. 40%. Okay, that's startling. That's Reuters. That's not Fox News. (laughs) That's Reuters. Uh, Very, very troubling. Um, I think we're seeing that number grow every day. Uh, I know it exists. I've seen it. So uh, I want to distinguish between election fraud, which is systemic, uh, versus voter fraud, which is an individual group of individuals. Um, But I have seen firsthand the voter fraud. Okay. And I I think I alluded to it in a previous podcast that I did uh, go with a group uh, to another state and this is being uh, adjudicated, so I'm, I'm still going to withhold some of my uh, comments here. Um, but I, I had a list of voters that looked um, suspicious for whatever reason and um, knocked on some doors and asked to speak to the voter. And I learned that the voter didn't live there. And frequent comments were, I don't know who that is. I've lived here for years. I've been here for four years. Maybe that's someone who lived here before me. Um, But I spent a good two solid days knocking doors. Uh, Every door I knocked on but two. Uh, It was fraudulent voting. So hundreds, maybe thousands of you personally Um, votes that you personally saw were? Well, so me personally, it takes time to go knock on a door, talk to somebody, get in the car, drive, Uh you know, maybe a couple blocks to the next one. Okay. Uh, But me personally, dozens. Okay. Dozens for for the two days. Um, I did have two doors that they said, oh, the person's not here right now. But I, I, you know, really couldn't tell because sometimes that door's shutting on you. (laughs) Um, So I didn't know if those People uh, had moved or not, but they weren't there at the time. Uh, but some, you know, some of these went uh, along the lines of there was one that I, I knocked on his door and said, you know, uh, so-and-so here. And he says, no, he hasn't, you know, lived here for seven years. Hmm. And and they said he's lived in California for seven years. We bought the house from him seven years ago. Oh, okay. And, and, and I said, well, you know, I have a record that he voted – by mail from this address. Well, then the, the guy gets a little upset and he goes, dang it, I know he votes for Biden. He would vote for Biden. And he's, he says, that's not right. That guy doesn't live here. He lives in California. It's not right that he should vote in our elections. Uh, but he, he did have contact information for the guy and uh, later on contacted me and said, yeah, sure enough, he said he voted. He voted from California and he voted for Biden. And so... Um, we've talked a, a little bit about uh, our, our thoughts about the security of vote by mail. And of course, the president and his team was very, very antagonistic toward vote by mail. 
But, you know, we had our own Amelia uh, Gardner, uh, Utah County elections official, uh, the county clerk and auditor, and and uh, she's she's not so concerned about vote by mail. Well, it seems like Utah uh, at least does it better than other states. It, I didn't feel like people in Utah had that many concerns about the vote by mail. Well, um, you, Utah County does it right. Okay. So it starts by purging your your voter rolls. Oh, okay. So you you can't have somebody who's lived in California for seven years. Makes sense. You can't have deceased people if you're so how, purging. How often do you purge? Like every year? Every... Well, Amelia was elected two years ago, so I think about two years ago. Okay. So I, I'm not sure, but it's I, I believe it's a constant. It's a constant thing. So so she is always um, comparing her her voter rolls to national databases that reflect people moving. And I know that's part of it, as she's discussed it. So, uh, But Salt Lake County doesn't. Oh, Salt, really? Salt Lake County is our Democrat stronghold county mm-hmm. in the state. Really, I think the only one. Um, and so uh, it, it, it matters how you do it. So Amelia's doing it the right way. Um, uh, not surprising. Not surprising. But uh, in, in our county, in Salt Lake County where we live, um, I, I'm not so sure. But I'll tell you another thing they do in Salt Lake County is they are the only voting system, the only county, the only government uh, in our state that uses Dominion election software. Oh, great. Dominion systems. Okay. Um, so I'm all on the Dominion uh, did crazy stuff. In, or or the Dominion system allowed crazy stuff to happen uh-huh. in this election. I mean, you can't deny it. You can't no. deny it. So um, so I, I'll i be canceled as, as a crazy now um, be, because I question COVID stats and <laughs> election fraud. Um, but, but clearly, I, I think more and more people are believing that this election was rigged, that, uh, you know, 40% is high. Yeah, and uh, that the 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 Biden team or the deep state or the both or the Democrats or whoever um, stole this election very very likely stole this election and and we're changing uh, the the defense of the Democrats is changing they're changing uh, the words they use but um, you know they were saying well. Uh, there's no proof of election fraud, and and what is it they're saying today? This was this one was a little, a little bit different. Um, oh, I can't remember, but um, the problem may be that it may be difficult to prove. Uh, we may be out of time to prove it, but I think uh, there is growing, growing sentiment that something was wrong. So. Um, Doran, you're a tech guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, how about all these tech guys coming out of the, the woodwork on um, just anomalies in in data patterns? Right. Yeah, the, the mathematicians that are running the numbers and showing, you know, that some of the things we've seen in this election are just statistically... Highly improbable. So, so really, can 
can election data work um, in with numbers and formulas and and you know it's it seems like election data would just be so so randomly happening but it, it there are just some universal laws of data distribution right um, the, the thing that I like to tell um, my kids when they struggle with math is um, I, I kind of had a math light bulb uh, click on for me when I, I had a, an awesome math teacher mr. Childress in uh, in high school in Louisiana and and there was uh, a time where where I just struggled and struggled, and then all of a sudden, math appeared <laughs> as beautiful and perfect. And then I went to college, and once again, I struggled with statistics until my mother-in-law said, think with the opposite side of your brain. you got to think left brain, left brain. And then all of a sudden, I saw that statistics is just another like universal law of perfection and beauty. And I know that sounds weird, but I tell my kids when they're struggling, math is perfect. It's one of the things that is perfect. Yeah. Math is perfect. Yeah, I get that. And and there's something about that to me that is just beautiful. So I'm a data harmonizer. I'm not a statistician. I'm a harmonizer. And um, so so I get the world of of data. Math has to make sense. And then all of a sudden, you have a bunch of MIT professors, mathematicians, who come out and say, we have big anomalies in the data. Big anomalies in the data. And I think you probably have some segment of the population who says, yeah, you can't apply math. <laughs> to The only math in elections is, is counting, right? Um, but but there are statistical um, distributions and likelihoods and regression formulas where where any data distribution is 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 going to live by some universal laws of perfect right. math. Right. And and the statistical trends, you you pretty much all the all the numbers are going to obey certain trends in naturally occurring data. And you, there may be some outliers, but there's always a trend. Right, right. And so that's what you kind of look for, are these trends. So all of a sudden we have these MIT guys, um, these scientists coming out and starting to weigh in on this. We also have a local um, hometown. Is this the, the Overstock guy? Patrick Byrne. Oh, okay. So even Patrick Byrne has weighed in on this. And, um, and, and looked at the tech side of things, both uh, statistical anomalies and uh, can Dominion systems be hacked? Were they hacked? And, and so, so we have all these, all, all the tech world now coming out on this. But, and, but I'm sure he's, he just, uh, he only cares about this because he's a Trump lover. Um, I don't really know. I, 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 I say that because I, I heard him say he didn't even vote for Trump. He, he voted for the Libertarian candidate. He voted for Jorgensen. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and uh, that would be consistent. I think that would, would make sense to me. Um, but so 
first they were saying that, you know, Dominion was not connected to the Internet. Now we know better. Uh, Arizona held hearings uh, with uh, a group of legislators yesterday. Um, fascinating to hear um, some of the testimony. Uh, we There were scientists, Homeland Security, uh, tech um, experts who um, had absolutely damning testimony. Um, if you have a chance to look at that, look at that. Um, well, you still can. You still can. Uh, Bannon's War Room, if you're not watching that, that's pretty interesting. Uh, Bannon's War Room covered a, a lot of that yesterday, too. Um, and it just... It, it doesn't make sense in any world. And then we had, we also had, uh, we heard from poll watchers and the anomalies that they saw. Today was crazy. Was it Pennsylvania um, or was it Michigan? It was Pennsylvania. I think it was Michigan. Uh, oh, Michigan. Um, but UPS, uh, I'm sorry, not UPS, USPS uh, drivers that were, that were loading uh, boxes and boxes of pre-filled out ballots from one state to go to another state, from New York in particular to go to Pennsylvania, um, and and asking a supervisor what's up with this, and 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 some of the the responses that people have gotten from elections officials on the poll watching side, being denied access, um, seeing anomalies. Uh, there was there's one uh, lady tonight. I I heard. Um, on Fox News, her story about um, she did provisional ballots that had problems. And so these were ballots where um, you have to make sort of a, a, a human judgment, and it's, it was a team of people. But she said there were a number of ballots that just had uh, lots of ballots uh, that didn't have a presidential candidate filled out. But, you know, they filled out other races. So, you know, apparently they didn't choose a candidate in those cases, but she said every one of those, the the um, the elections officials filled in Biden oh, on wow. those. I mean, these things just start adding up, and they're um, they're not just anecdotal. These are real people. Every one of these people signed legal affidavits with penalty of perjury, five thousand dollar penalty, federal uh, federal offense, uh, felony crimes to falsify this kinds of information on an affidavit. And I signed, a, a, you know, like I said, I think a couple dozen um, affidavits myself when I found that people had voted um, from a residence that they didn't live at. And, and in a lot of these cases lived in another state, another county, and, uh, and were voting. Um, yeah, I saw um, one, one woman that testified uh, to the committee in Arizona who uh, was working at a polling station and was handling the provisional ballot. So people were coming in and saying, I want to vote. And um, they were basically, it's like same day uh, voter registration. And uh, so she would call the elections officials. She got to where she was calling the elections officials every time to make sure that these voters were good to vote. And what she de determined, there was a pattern to whether she was being told, yes, let them vote, or no, don't let them vote. And it was, if they're Democrat, let them vote. And if they're Republican, don't let them vote. And some of this was done by profiling um, in some of the, the cases that I've, I've heard about. If, if, you know, they would decide. Um, 
that they thought that's this person looks like they're more likely to vote. And um, I don't know how you do that kind of profiling. I mean, if you have a MAGA hat, okay, I know you are. <laughs> um, turns out Sharpie Gate is real. Really? And, you know, this is something that was so frustrating to me because um, because you just don't know what to believe sometimes. So, so I start getting, you know, all these messages about, oh, did you hear about the Sharpies? The Sharpies, if you used a Sharpie, your ballot was invalidated and... Um, but they were handing out they Sharpies. they only gave Sharpies to Republicans. And um, so instantly, you know, next day, I mean, it's like trending. And the next day, uh, there's all these articles that... Um, it's conspiracy confirm. theory. It's a conspiracy. There are no issues with Sharpies. Sharpies do not affect the ballots. And guess where we are now? Oh, yeah. Sharpies do affect the ballots. And, and they know this. And so, um, so that we have... <laughs> Again, cancel, cancel culture on <laughs> on, on facts, yeah. on facts, on on the uh, election fraud. Well, I I uh, and and voter fraud. Uh, the bags of of uh, uh, flash drives. The three a.m. You know, everybody stops counting, and then there's massive dumps for that are almost exclusively Biden mm -hmm. and and then things shift incredibly. Um, so I think where we are, uh, we have had, uh, I, I would say the Trump team has had a lot of good successes in the court. Uh, some things they have not prevailed on in the court, but I think that, um, you know, there's still more to see. Uh, the, the most important thing is that we have integrity in our elections. Right, that's the one thing that I keep thinking is even if nothing changes, can we at least make sure that things like what we saw this year don't ever happen again? Well, um, absolutely that has to be moving forward. That has to be a question. But um, I, I do think we need to get to the bottom of whether there was enough fraud to impact the outcome. We have a lot of places that the uh, the questionable ballots are definitely in the margin of changing. Yeah. Um, what appears to be an outcome. One thing I don't like is that you know a lot of the headlines, um, a lot of the media talks uh, refers to this as Trump's attempts to reverse the election. Mm -hmm. uh, the election is not is not settled yet. Right. It, it really isn't. So. What? Um, you mean AP doesn't decide who the next president is? And uh, Yeah, the, the media. and uh, So I, I, I think more than just, yeah, let's make sure this doesn't ever happen again. I still think we're in the space that we better make sure that the outcome reflects the will of the voters. Right. And I don't trust that anymore. Well, I, I don't know that I have it all. Right. And there's cycle. that whole issue of are we getting the information or is it being held from us because that's not the, the, the right truth to expose. That's right. Well, so very interesting to see um, a lot of great cases making it through the courts. And um, I, I don't know if uh, by the next podcast, if we'll be any closer to, to knowing what's going on, but uh, just mathematical anomalies that, you know, these are, uh, these are things that really in the past have held up in court. 
uh, one of these uh, one of these is a Benford analysis, which can't be exactly applied as uh, uh, to elections, but it, it is one that is typically an indicator of likely fraud, uh, potential fraud. It's used in the accounting world uh, to, to you know look for for fraudulent accounting, and uh, and it is very heavily relied upon and is used in court. Um, but for elections, not not so much, um, not so much a, a a a prover of fraud, but it is an indicator of fraud. That's all so over the place. So if it's if it's one of many indicators, it, it. But the the question is 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 who who makes the decisions? I mean, it, it sounds like um, we have until December fourteenth. That's when the states are expected right. to send electors to represent the, the, the electoral votes for that state. Um, and I guess the, the, the state legislatures are the ones that authorize that. Um, and if there is a lack of confidence in the certified vote count, what, does, what options do, this, do the state legislatures have? I, I, and I don't remember voting for this in 2016, and I was in the legislature, so so I, I think this is only... Um, is it only that the state legislature has the option of kind of saying, hey, we're, we're not sure we want to go along with the certified vote count? So it's, it sounds like that's what it can come down to in some okay. of the states. And, um, and uh, you know, yesterday in the middle of these hearings... Uh, voter and elections fraud. Uh, Arizona Governor Ducey went ahead and certified the election. Uh, that doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean that's locked up for Arizona. Right. So these, so some of these cases will still continue through. Uh, one of the states is challenging the fact that the governor changed uh, elections law, impacting federal races uh, unilaterally without legislative consent. The U.S. Constitution. Uh, it vests that authority strictly in state legislatures. Uh, I don't see how um, the court can find any differently on that because uh, that was a direct violation of the U.S. Constitution, and it did uh, apparently have an impact on the outcome. Uh, and and I, I've asked about our own state. You know, our, our governor changed election law in federal races. Um, and the legislature did not sanction that or, or um, after the fact, uh, change the law. So, um, so I have a question about that, too. But anyway, um, so, so we've, we, we, we've got a march of, of, of all kinds of people on this. So, so you're kind of your everyday poll watchers, uh, you know, your neighbors who do this, elections judges and poll watchers, and they're sharing their stories now. Um, and and our our math geniuses and statisticians that are saying this just isn't right uh, to to boxes shipped from one state to another with filled out ballots. Just I mean it's just endless. Um, so much it it just I think it every day it gets harder to deny that uh, something funny didn't go on. So um, right I, I I'm on the I I'm on the side of Biden stole the election. The Democrats stole the election. Definitely rigged. Where are you? Are you one of the forty percenters? I yeah, there I 
I'm still out on whether there was enough fraud that Biden didn't win. But it seems to me that some of the reports coming out of Pennsylvania, at least, saying that 23,000 mail-in ballots were counted before they were even mailed out. That's that that just you know if I was in if I was in some capacity of, of leadership there I would say now wait a minute this was this was where let's look at all the we should we should be auditing that area that precinct that you know that city that county whatever we should be looking at that because that is not right. You know, yeah, and, and the fact that uh, the Dominion Systems allows for uh, fraction counting vote, votes. So, um, you know, last I looked, it's one person, one vote, mm-hmm. not one and one and a quarter. Um, so uh, there's all kinds of crazy things anyway. Um, but this is so important to yeah, our republic. We've got to get this right. So, I mean, we really do. It needs to be more than just... Uh, let's fix it moving forward. Um, it, it needs to be, it needs to be fixed now, or we need to be able to determine. But you know, it, it, that just may be where we are. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe it's not enough time. Uh, maybe there, uh, you know, might not be enough political will. Because if 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 a hundred thousand votes were fraudulent, do you throw out the other, you know, four million in your state? And and so those have got to be tough decisions for people up the chain to the, to the Supreme Court. Right. Um, but an election should have integrity. It should right. absolutely have. It's one thing that separates us from a lot of other countries. And, um, and sadly, 40% of the people don't trust it anymore. So. That is sad. That is sad. Anyway, well, um, thank you for joining us tonight again on uh, our Cad- Candidly Kim podcast and uh, coming to you twice a week. Uh, give or take, yeah. Give or take. <laughs> and, and, and if you have questions or comments about the election, um, what are your thoughts? Let us know in some comments. Let us know and, uh, and and share your sources too before they get scrubbed. <laughs> um, message me. Uh, find us on Facebook. Find us on uh, coming to Spotify, Podbean. We're on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, YouTube the Candidly Kim uh, and, podcast, and Rumble, and Rumble. That's right. We're on Rumble now. Yes, we're on Rumble now. Uh, also, you know, uh, let's chat. So also find me in social media. Still hanging out on Twitter and. Uh, uh, we're also on. Are you on Parlor yet? I'm on Parlor. Been on Parlor for a long time. So oh, okay. welcome, welcome to the Parlor party. Uh, still trying to figure <laughs> it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, Twitter world is is sure lighting up right now with uh, the election fraud and um, and and waiting to hear outcomes for for some but, of these. But cases. don't go looking for Sydney Powell. You won't be able to find her on Twitter. You can't find Sydney Powell. You got to dig for. Sid- for Sydney Powell, and uh, yeah, I wonder why that is. Wonder why Twitter would make it difficult to find to her find stuff Sydney on Twitter. She's yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, please give us a like, a share, and uh, a follow if you can. Again, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, thanks again for joining us on the Candidly Kim podcast. Thank you, Dawn Barton. Thank uh-huh. you for producing.